This morning, I'm bringing us a word God has put on my heart. Don't settle for less. And I ask myself, what does that mean? Don't settle for less. In life, I always hear people talk about their destiny or inheritance or dreams or aspirations. But what is it? The dreams, the aspirations, the destiny, the inheritance is a journey or is a destination. Because if your dream is to become a lawyer or a musician, that is the destination. To become a member of the Royal Music Academy, if there's anything like that. That is your destination. So, to become a member of the Royal Academy of Music or Arts or whatever they call it, you then have to go through a journey. Amen. Amen. You go through a journey. And in our Christian life, it is a journey to our destination. God has a destination for us, and we have to go through the journey. But somebody asks, if God has a destination for me, why do I need to do anything? God can simply transport me there. But here's why. This is what happened. God made us, this is my own analogy. And God put our default destination in us and said, glory. Then along the line, somebody into the system and introduced another code into the system and he put final destination destruction. So the system has been hacked. Life is no longer perfect. The Garden of Eden no longer exists. The tree of life is now out of reach. And we are now living with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So whatever your desires or aspirations, there is no guarantee. Now hear this. There is no guarantee that you are a good man, you are a sincere woman, you are a a nice person, there is no guarantee that you get to your destination because you have all the nice qualities. Why? Because the system has been hacked. And then 
some of the cars they are making these days, it's possible for hackers to take over the cars remotely. And the drivers are no longer in charge. So to get to our original destination of glory, it takes more. And that is where some people then settle for less. Because then the question is, God, if following you is this hard, why don't I just, you know, you know, don't give in to the hackers. Don't settle for less. Anybody that has taken over the navigation system of your life must give it up. Amen. So that is why we need supernatural help to override that virus or that code. Our way to glory will be navigated according to the power of God. And some people are using the right now system Others are using the wrong one. But may you find the right system in Jesus' name. Amen. Because God, Jesus said, it is easy to find the wrong one. It is easy to settle for fatalism. Fatalism simply says that all of life has been programmed and everything about you has already been decided to end the way it will end. And there is nothing you can do about it. That is fatalism. Some people also say God has predestinated us so everything you are going to is Predestination. So the question is, is it a choice? Or is it fatalism? Ephesians 1 verse 4 says, Even as he chose us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless, before him in love. This is one of the scriptures for predestination. Bible said God chose us before the foundation of the world that we should be blameless and holy. Now if you are blameless and holy, your destination is glory. So God's predestination for us was what? Glory, which we spoke about earlier. But something has now happened to the system. Romans 8 29 says those he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Hallelujah. Now, so God's idea of your predestination or destiny is that you will become like his son, 
Jesus Christ and if you're if God's idea for you is to be like Jesus Christ, why do you settle for something less? Now, just, just, just throw this in. In the Old Testament, God is not at the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is how he revealed himself. Exodus 4, 5. In the New Testament, 2 Corinthians eleven thirty two, he's known as the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you get it now? The God and Father, so he's saying that we have been predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. So now we are talking about the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is where our destiny is tied. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob brought forth the old covenant, the, the, the promise, right? Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the new covenant into glory. So the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And by this covenant, we cannot fail. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Matthew 7 verse 13. I read the New Living Translation. He says, You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. See, so God's predestination has a final destiny for us in mind, but we choose the navigation. We choose the path. We choose the we choose the process. So He says, "You have a choice to enter through the narrow gate. Choose the narrow gate. Choose the narrow gate." The highway to hell is broad. And the gate is wide and many. See, so it is easy to abort destiny because it is the easiest option to fall. Staying with God's word to become the giant that God has destined for you is not easy. There will be many challenges to abort the giant. And therefore you would just decide, I can just settle for this. God will understand. But I'm speaking today to people who want to birth the giant that God has ordained for them to carry. In the name of Jesus. We don't want to exchange our giant for something else. So if you have supernatural help, you will make the right choices. Because choosing is not easy. You choose by faith. If you choose by sight, 
You will lose. So faith is the ability to choose the right. Now this is my own definition by the way. Faith is the ability to choose the right course of action. Although not always pleasant or best to the senses. So he says, the narrow way. Now, narrow way. If you want to drive on narrow roads, just go right into central London. Go right to where the, the Bank of England is. You see narrow roads. Narrow roads. Why would you want to be driving in those places when you can be on the M25? That is why faith is the ability, the divine ability to choose the right course of action which is not sensible. Why do I keep trusting God the way I am doing when I'm not even seeing his results? But today, God is putting faith in your heart. God is putting faith in your heart. And that faith will cause you to choose the right cause of action. Even though your senses will say no. Isaiah 1 verse 9. If the Lord of heaven's armies. Had not spared a few of us. We would have been wiped out like Sodom. And destroyed. Like Gomorrah. Do you know that if God had not spared us. And he dealt with us according to the choices of our senses. He would have wiped us all already. So God has faith in us. That is why he has spared hope in you. He has spared today in your life. He has spared something. So you are still hoping. So he has spared you. Because he knows that you can still deliver that time. You can still give birth to that giant. In the name of Jesus. Despite the challenges. God's desire is not for you to end up like Sodom and Gomorrah. So God will do everything. Everything he can. For you to avoid Sodom and Gomorrah. I want you to know. God is fighting hard on your behalf right now. That you will reach the destination. God is really, really on your side. Therefore, you don't have to fear or fail or give up. Because God's word will come to pass. One thing is certain. We will not become like Sodom yes, or Gomorrah. So we need his supernatural power to give us the staying power. Amen. His supernatural power to rescue us. His supernatural power to preserve us. Amen. 
Anytime you're feeling weak, say, God, give me your staying power. Anytime you feel overwhelmed, say, God, I need your rescuing power. Anytime you feel like it's all over, say, God, preserve me. When you pray these prayers, God will preserve you. God will bring you to the place. When you have these qualities, and also you can have faith. And in fact, faith is important. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. When you have these qualities, the giants are not easily aborted. And you do not settle for less. Settling for less. It's like this. It's going for infidelity when you can have a blissful marriage. That is settling for less. Settling for less is choosing Sodom over Canaan like Lord did Genesis 13.10. He chose Sodom over Canaan because Bible said it was very green. Very fertile, very rich, good for the for the animals he had. Canaan was not so beautiful, but Canaan was the land of promise. See, when you choose by faith, it doesn't make sense. When you choose by your senses, it looks good, but it's like the highway to hell. Settling for less is choosing to operate according to the physical senses. Instead of faith, settling for less is eating the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil instead of the tree of life. I'm talking about Adam. So people settle for less, like Adam. He chose the tree of knowledge of good and evil over the tree of life. Because what the Bible say about the tree, it, the, the fruit, it was pleasant to the eye. It was uh, nice to behold. It, 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 it had everything that made sense. He settled for less. I don't know what is in your life today, but I came to tell you don't settle for less. Amen. Don't settle for less. This is how God is fighting for you. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. This is how God is fighting for you. To get you on the right track. Get your navigation back on the right track. Through Jesus Christ. He is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So through him we have our inheritance. Through him we have our peace. In conclusion. Hebrews chapter 11. Why does God send his only begotten son, John 3.16? So that we'll have a few baby Christians running around. I don't think so. You will understand why God did that. Let's go to Hebrews 
chapter 11. Now you want to project that on the screen for me. The whole of Hebrews chapter 11. Well, just take them verse by verse. And I want to ask you what you prefer. What do you prefer? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Quickly. Just flip through it quickly. For by it, or for by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. And through it, he being dead, still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death, and was not found, because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country Dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sun which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. 
For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises, offered up his only begotten son. Of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt. Not hearing the wrath of the king, he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down. They were encircled for seven days. By faith, the hallowed Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets. And who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead brains to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still, others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, 
were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Hallelujah. The journey of faith. He said, time will tell me to list everything. But there is another record where there is time for you to be written in. Yes. The record of heaven must have you as a giant of faith. What have you given up? Moses was a prince. He was a prince. And he deserted. Why did he do that? By faith. You see, faith caused him to take the right course of action even though it didn't make sense. What have you given up in order to reach your destination? What have you given up in order to please God? That means not settling for less. What what is the worst that could have happened to Moses if he stayed in Pharaoh's palace? Is that he would have become the next Pharaoh? Most probably. I believe Pharaoh's daughter needed a son. That's why she preserved Moses. So Moses was Pharaoh in waiting. But he chose to become a shepherd in the desert. Now look at the wisdom of that. Who would, who would give you that advice in your life? You are Pharaoh in waiting. Who would advise you to go and be a shepherd in the desert? No. Nobody. Anybody advise you that way is your enemy. (laughs) But by faith, he made the right choice. We are raising spiritual giants. Who have the same focus like Abraham. Hebrews now reveals what was going on in Abraham's heart and mind. We didn't know that in Genesis it's not said. But in Hebrews he's saying, Abraham believed that even if Isaac died, God could raise him up. So he wasn't even bothered about killing him. Because he believed that God can raise him up. That is when we die to self. 
Because we believe there's nothing God cannot do. And that leads us onto the right path. And we don't settle for less. In Jesus' name. We look for a better place, a better city. Hallelujah. Because we have the steam for glory. Today, I see a hall full of fake giants who are being written in the records of heaven. If they stop the mouths of lions, in fact, the one I like of all of them is Enoch. Bible said he did not see death. He just disappeared. Wow. So may you get, may you receive divine enablement. Amen. That as God remembered Enoch, that he didn't see physical death. God will take you through. And you will not die. Out of the challenges. They subdue kingdoms. We pray that God will raise kingdoms of Amen. In the name of Jesus. Before you go to heaven, let your faith accomplish some giant things. Otherwise, when you are having a conversation, you will be lost. Because when Samson and Moses are talking, what would you also say? <laughs> say, you know, did you hear of McDonald's in England? They have McDonald's. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's rise up. Let's rise up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Today, we are committing to God that will not settle for less. Even though the, the, the way of less is easy and broad, we choose the narrow path. Because we know that God did not intend for us to have half of the glory. That's what Adam did when he ate the fruit because the thing is he became partly wise. He had part of the glory. But not all. But half is not enough. If God called you to do something and you are finding it hard and you are thinking, okay, we might just settle here. 
I break any settlement mentality in your mind. In the name of Jesus. The advancing warrior, the advancing army, the conquering army, take more territories. Take more space. Because God told Abraham, as far as your eye can see, Every weakness in your life that is causing you to say, Lord, we just stay here. You will break forward and go on in Jesus' name. Lift up your right hand. Father, I declare. As your servant today, that may your people rise above the limitations. We will not settle for less, even though it makes sense, even though it is the easiest course, even though we are tired, even though we can no more do anything. Father, we ask for supernatural help. We ask for saving power. We ask for rescuing power. We ask for preservation power. We ask for faith in the name of Jesus. By faith, by faith, we stop the mouths of the lion. By faith, we subdue the things. We subdue the army. We are giants and we shall grow to our full path. We cast as an abortion spirit in the name of Jesus. We will not abandon our dream. We will not abandon our calling. We will not abandon our goal. We shall arise by the power of faith and we shall Oh, yeah. 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 Oh,
We call upon the God and Father of our Lord Jesus to rise on our behalf. To rise on our behalf. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God gave it all. He didn't hold back. He gave it only because he son. So you can give your all. You can give your all. I divinely interrupt and disrupt any interference transmission into your navigation Anything that is whispering contrary on your journey I put an end to your life what I want to do in the name of Say after me, I am a giant. I am a giant. I will not abort. I will not abort. I will not give up. I will not give up. I will grow to my full time. I will grow to my full time. I shall glorify God. I shall glorify God. I shall see the hand of God. I shall see the hand of God. Come to pass. Come to pass. In my life. In my life. In my church. In my church. In my family. In my family. In my career. In my career. In everything that I do. In my nation. In my community. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. May we rise like that. And we rise. He shall not be aborted in the I just in closing, 
So once you don't deserve it from people, you don't deserve it from yourself. Determine that I will give and I will be the best that God wants me to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 